This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast, the podcast for virtual assistants and the business owners, ministry leaders, and bloggers who hire them. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today I have with me another guest in this virtual assistant niches or niches, whichever you prefer, um, episode or, or series, and this is the last in the series, and today I have Liz, and she is going to be talking about bookkeeping, and I'm not saying her last name because I want her to pronounce it for me, um, and she's going to introduce herself here briefly and tell you um, how she got into bookkeeping. So my name is Liz Roller. So it's almost like it's two L's, like a roller skate. And how I got into bookkeeping. It's one of those long, strange path stories where, you know, I took accounting in high school, but never explored the job options. Most of my adulthood jobs contained portions of bookkeeping. And by the end of 2019, so before COVID, I was starting to think I needed something different. And, you know, as I reflected back as to what I enjoyed in all my jobs, I'm like, you know, this is what I like. I should have pursued this sooner. So I started reaching out to people online. I started doing my research into different courses and I hooked up with a wonderful mentor in the beginning of 2020. And she's like, well, here, you already have a lot of the pieces. I'll help you fill in the blanks. And um, lo and behold, COVID pivot, whatever you want to call it, about that time, bookkeeping became my niche. So, Awesome. Well, I love that. And for those of you that don't know, Liz is my bookkeeper. This is the one thing in my business that I have always struggled with. And so I either had to find a really easy program to work with, or I had to find someone to do it for me. Um, In the past, I've had someone before they got out of the um, business. And so I went without for a little while until I found Liz and we've been working together several months and she's really good at what she does and she answers all my crazy questions. So (laughs) um, that's that's a plus. And but today she is going to be telling you about this niche and how you can get started. So if as a VA, bookkeeping can be a wonderful niche for you. I've had others that have gone through um, my training to become a virtual assistant, and they have carved out bookkeeping as a niche for them. And so, um, what are some of the necessary skills, though, from your experience that you need for becoming a bookkeeper? I, I've been thinking about this question since you sent it to me, and I'm like, bookkeeping is math, but it's not complicated math. We're not talking algebra or geometry. We're talking about simply simple addition subtraction, maybe once in a while, the great division, if you have something that, you know, you paid for annually and you want to see what it would break down monthly, but no complicated. It's more of a math with story, but not the crazy word problems we saw in school either. So 
if you can balance a checkbook and you understand that each of those transactions have a category that they belong to, then you have a very basic foundation of bookkeeping. You do need to take it to the next level, though, and have a basic understanding of how different businesses are labeled by the IRS. For example, you and I are both sole proprietors, and yet I have an LLC behind my business name for Limited Liability Company, but the IRS doesn't care about that part. <laughs> so. You, you need to understand the business tax structure because that affects how when the owner is taking money out, where it goes. And you need to understand what it's meant by debits and credits because that affects what happens in each account. So, like I said, while having, if you can balance a checkbook, that's a great foundation, which is probably a dying skill because who still actually has a physical check register anymore? But that's the basics. And then you just sort of need to enhance it a little bit more to be a real good bookkeeper. You could probably fake it without doing it, but I don't recommend it. I understand. That's absolutely true. So can you give us a basic example of what you do as a bookkeeper? What I do as a bookkeeper. So I take all the transactions in all of the accounts, which, you know, some people have one checking account. Some people have a checking, a saving, five credit cards, PayPal, you, you know, all those lovely accounts. Right. And assign everything a category, not so broad that it's just revenue and expense but also not so detailed that, you know, your car wash has its own, your gas has its own, your tires have its own. You, you, you know, you don't break it down too far. You just break it down enough that everything is in its neat little categories that makes sense. So you categorize all that. You then also reconcile the account, which means all the transactions are there and there's not duplicates. Because even though we love our technology, technology breaks. Sometimes you get duplicates. Sometimes some are missing. Sometimes you only get half. Like when there's fees involved, you only get one part of that equation. And you need to account for all of that. So I do all of that. Um, we're coming to the end of the year, which means I will help my clients with their 1099s that need to be sent to their contractors, which is very important. Um, and I answer their questions as they have them. And that sums up most of the monthly stuff. Absolutely. So I have a question that wasn't on our sheet, but I think it will be um, helpful to them is, do you think this, these are skills that someone can obtain? Absolutely. Um, I can probably list off five different programs right now that will help you obtain these skills. Some are just for these skills. Some will actually help you with these skills and how to market your business if you want to do a business. Um, 
So I absolutely think it's something someone can obtain. And I would say that if you are not into having to um, learn algorithms every other day, because it seems like that's what social media does to you sometimes, or if you don't have an artistic bone in your body, that bookkeeping would be something to consider. Great. Well, can you give us your best piece of advice for someone who wants to offer their services virtually as a bookkeeper? The biggest piece of advice that I've seen and am trying to stick to myself is actually to watch your tech stack. Um, There's at least four different accounting software programs. There's lots of CRMs that either integrate or don't integrate. So get a solid tech stack, either get certified in QuickBooks or Xero or FreshBooks or any of the other ones and build from there. Um, I've even seen some in the industry say that your tech stack becomes your niche. I was going to say that sounds a lot like picking a niche, you know, or niche um, because as a bookkeeper, you have to have something that you are specializing in, just like as a VA, you would, might could specialize in a specific area, which we've been talking about this month on the podcast. But even as a bookkeeper, you can go, you can niche down even more based upon the software that you might specialize in. Yes. And then within that software, you know, I primarily work with online service providers you know, freelancers, web designers, um, but there's still brick and mortars. There's restaurants, there's wineries. So many options there. So many options. Um, So, but I would suggest starting with your tech stack because you need to have those solid skills with the basic bookkeeping solid skills and then finding the clients as a second not finding the clients, but picking the type of clients you want to work with kind of as a secondary. Right. Absolutely. So those are two great areas to start with um, as, you know, as you're deciding that you want to do bookkeeping. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Would you be willing to share some more information with someone if they had questions? How could they reach out to you? They can use the email. I. You want me to spell it out here or will you include it in your notes? (laughs) I can put your email in the show notes so that they can reach out to you if they have additional questions because they might be interested in some of those uh, training options that you mentioned um, or just, you know, how to get started type of thing. And I think that would be a good, you would be a good resource for them. Um, Also, I just wanted to say that, you know, bookkeeping is just one of the many niches that we've talked about. If you have not listened to some of the previous episodes this month, we talked about real estate virtual assistants. We talked about podcast virtual assistants. Last week, I covered authors, speakers, and coaches, which is my niche. So there are tons more. And this might be another uh, series that I do again in the future, but this gives you an idea as a VA of some of the areas that you can specialize in. So I wanted to thank Liz for her time today and thank you for listening to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast.